Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. At the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Hello, young business leaders. I'm your host, Evan Yuitaki, and I'm excited to share this week's episode with you. Today, we get to tune into a bonus podcast from our monthly luncheon featuring Johnny Hampton. Johnny Hampton has been in the creative industry for 22 years, focusing primarily on development and fundraising design. In 2002, Johnny started Hampton Creative, a marketing agency. Fast forward 15 years and Hampton Creative is one of the top 10 fastest growing privately held companies in Tulsa and was recently named among Inc. Magazine's top 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States. Hampton has won multiple prestigious design awards and has been featured in many trade publications as a driving force in the design and marketing sphere. From its humble Midwest position, Hampton Creative's mission of doing work that matters has attracted national accounts including SeaWorld, Folds of Honor, Quick Trip, Charles Stanley, Rustic Cuff, and Boy Scouts of America. Let's hear from Johnny and listen to his message to young businessmen. I feel like I'm among friends today. I look around the room and so many of you have contributed to the growth of our business over the years. You know, one thing I've learned in business, uh, among a lot of things, some of those things I'll share with you today is that uh, relationships are God's currency. And so those of us who have good relationships, which we all do, um, that is how we do our business. I want to share some from our keynote, if we could move over to that. Move over to that. Matt gave me a great, a great introduction. You know, one of the things people say is, well, who is this guy and why should I listen? Uh, like many of you, I'm a son, a dad, a husband, a Christian, a business owner, and a mentor. In a few days, I'll be turning 49, and I'm very grateful to have had a little bit of experience and a voice, of re, a voice and a reason to share the goodness that God has shown to, my, to me and my company and my family over these uh, 20, 22 years. Um, I am a founder of Hampton Creative, like you said, uh, just a small little company uh, that is growing and growing and growing, so much so that um, over the last few years we've been noted, well actually we're celebrating our 15th year this year, 2002 we were founded, so 15 is kind of a, is kind of a, a big year for us and we, we want to make sure that we get to celebrate that with everyone. Also, like he said, Tulsa Journal Record noted that the last two years we've been in the top 10 fastest growing privately held companies in, in uh, Tulsa, which has been a, a real big deal for us. And I'll tell you a little bit more later why that means a lot to me. And then most recently, just only a few days ago, we were listed in Inc. Magazine's top 5,000 uh, fastest growing companies in America. So for me, coming from a small uh, rice field in Arkansas, this means an awful lot, especially moving to the big uh, moving metropolis of Tulsa. Um, you know, we're all thankful for accolades. Accolades get us to the table a lot of times, and they get us in places that maybe we couldn't have if we didn't have a platform to, to be standing on. So I'm really grateful for that. You know, like many of you, I was an employee first, and I was a good one, and I worked really hard at it. And it wasn't like I really wanted to be an entrepreneur. It was never in my bloodline to be an entrepreneur. I kind of got thrown over into being an entrepreneur, so I had to learn from a lot of great people. Chris Bush is sitting here, and, and just been a mentor of mine for years, and I learned so much from him. You know, like a lot of you, though, when you move over from um, employee over to business owner, 
you, uh, you're leaving the boat. You're leaving the safety of someone else paying your taxes, paying your insurance, paying all those things. And you don't really know what it's like until you pay those for your employees. Dear God, help us all. <laughs> Expensive taxes, all that. So um, it's a big deal. You know, um, with my company, I love this Disney quote. We're, we're raving Disney fans at my house and in our company. You can design and create and build the most wonderful place in the world, but it takes people to make the dream reality. It's hard to talk about these, see these faces up here and not shed a tear because every one of these guys we've been in the ditches with. We've built great things. We've done great things together. And it's been this group of people that has made the difference for me in running this company. Although I, I am at the head of this uh, ship, it's these people that make it work every single day. And I have two of my guys here. Both of my Chris's are here. If you guys would just wave to everyone that came to support us today in, in our company. Um, today, I just want to share real quickly with you uh, seven things I did that helped me think like an owner. So whether you're an owner or you're an owner wannabe like I was, there are lots of things we can go through that will help us think uh, like an owner. Some of the things, the first thing I'll say here is that uh, you have to do the hard things first. You know, uh, sometimes we look at things and, you know, growing up, my parents taught me a lot about, you know, do your homework first, get the, get the hard things out of the way first. And so it's a, it's a principle I've learned all throughout my career is that you've got to do the hard things first. Take out the trash, practice your basketball drills in the driveway, all these things. Today it looks a little bit different. Today it's uh, finish that commitment you made before buying that new car. You know, so I've got to do this before that. And as a business owner, we have to think like that often. Uh, deal with that a difficult employee before it gets out of hand. I mean, how many of us deal with those kind of situations? It's easy just to put it off and put it off and put it off until then it explodes. So it's better to deal with it up front. Uh, go to the client that you know is angry and deal with the client that is angry. Some of you are my clients in here and I've had to deal with a few of you at times and you were upset with me and I had to deal with you. And I say, I'm sorry, you know. Go to your wife, tell your wife, I'm sorry. Do the hard things first. Second of all, do the easy things too. Uh, I learned in school and college that when I showed up for class, I would get bonus points. Who knew? So sometimes those bonus points were the bonus points that made the difference between an A and a B, and I, was, uh, I preferred to be on the A side most of the time. <clears throat> I didn't want to leave anything on the table. I'm like, I was there every time. Every time the class was there, whether the professor was there or not, I'm like, hey, I was there, mark me down. You weren't there, I was there, mark me down. Um, ask a friend that's working for, the, for me, as I, for them. As I've gotten older, I've learned a lot more about making value of, of friendships and relationships. I don't know everything, I don't profess to know everything, but I've got someone in my life that probably does know a lot more than I know, and I wanna make use of those good relationships as, we, as you all are doing here today. Uh, <clears throat> pick someone who's good at that and then take them to coffee. I mean, that's like the most invaluable or invaluable 15 to 20 minutes you can spend with someone is just go there and say, I know you know more than I know, I'm gonna ask questions, ask away. Put the phone away and actually listen. Focus and turn off notifications. That's probably one of the biggest things I've learned on my phone is that my phone does not control me. My, my Apple Watch does not control, control me. I control it. It is my tool. It is just a tool, but it will not ruin and run my life, especially when I'm with my family. So that's been one of the biggest things. Everyone, because of our phone now, I noticed the other day I was sitting at my computer and I had email up. So email's running. Then I get a message. And then my phone dings with another message. And then group me. Group me. Anybody help me with group me? Yeah. I mean, 3,000 people in group me. I'm sitting in a meeting. It just blows up. And I, it's supposed to be a tool that helps, but the tools are actually running me into the ground. So I'm learning just to turn things off. And I tell people, you know what? I'll get to you when I can get to you. I'm used to being the guy that everyone can get to quickly. And I'm learning as you grow and as your business grows, you just can't, you can't do it all and you can't be there for everyone. So you have to learn to, to be 
a little bit better at being a multitasker. I've learned uh, in my career, and I, going through, putting myself through ORU, I had three jobs, and so I worked really hard, and I learned how to be a really good multitasker. I learned how to be a really good juggler. And I've learned later in my career that's probably not the best thing to do, is to be a multitasker, because what I was reading in Psychology Today said that uh, we're actually 40% less productive when we're a multitasker, because we never really finish one thing well, because we're always thinking about that other thing. And technology doesn't really help us in, with that very much because it's, it's taught us to be just like that. So I'm learning, if you want to uh, do the easy thing, that's an easy thing. Turn your notification off. Third thing is excellence always pays more. When I was growing up, um, I learned in my first lawn mowing jobs that if I would do a really good job, I, did, I would mow it for me. I started, started working when I was you know, 10 or 11 mowing lawns, and I learned that when I didn't do a good job, I didn't get paid as much. When I did a great job, I got paid a little bit more. When I did a, did a really good job, I got paid even more than that. So I learned even at an early age that when you do things with excellence, that you get paid more. Just for reference, I now pass this on to my 14-year-old who has taken on my love for mowing our lawn in straight and, and crazy uh, lines. So that's him there, and I'm really proud of my son, Zane. He's, he's, uh, he's a good kid. Um, Disney, great. Uh, I'm going to use a lot of Disney references here, so just bear with me. Uh, Disney goes to the level of down to their manholes. If you look in the middle of that manhole, there is a, there's a Mickey ear in the middle of that. We go to Disney. My kids go to Disney are looking for hidden Mickeys everywhere because it's one of the things that Disney does so well about just being excellent. They do things with excellence, and they hide things in great detail, which we just can't get enough of. And I believe this idea is best summed up, summed up by a wise monster named Roz who says that... Uh, Someone is always watching. And so in this case, it was her that's always watching. But I noticed in, our, in my career that no matter what job I took on, we as a team always did it with 100% with everything we had. And we didn't look at the price of what the client paid. We gave it our all every time. And so excellence, as I said, always pays more. We never look at a job too small because we know that someone somewhere is always watching to see the effort we put into a job and how well we do it. And some of the times, our biggest jobs came from the smallest task because someone said, hey, you did this well on this scale. How about you do it really well here? One of the things that won us with SeaWorld that we, we were able to do recently, a, their first ever Investor Day event. So they had investors, eight, 800, from, 800 people from all around the world came to SeaWorld, and we did the entire event from the presentation, the keynote, the, the graphics, all of it. And it was us sitting at the table with SeaWorld with all the C's at the table, and then our little team from Oklahoma. And like, we don't even have an ocean in Oklahoma. And here we are sitting here helping promote them. So it came from a job that they had seen us do that, that, that earned us some respect there. You know, when I watch uh, a lot of different, I love animation. And I love the fact that when you sit in, in, in some of these movies, this happened to be uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is one of my favorites. But you could look into the very back row or even the details in the very front and see that they finish every piece of that with great detail. I'm like, what if we as business owners could actually slow our lives down enough and actually think about what we're thinking about and do we do things with great detail and great care? It really does matter. One a good friend of mine once said, sweat in preparation and you won't bleed in battle. I just cannot tell you how much I live by that. Um, not that I do it all the time, but I try my best to do that. I wasn't the guy that ever pulled all-nighters in college because I couldn't handle the stress. So I would finish my papers way early and then go and hang out with the guys who were doing their papers and being stressed out because I, I liked the community, but I didn't like the stress. And so as we, as we move forward into things, we need to make sure we're sweating in preparation, not bleeding in battle. Um, one of the things that I love so much, uh, Michael Phelps is one of my heroes, and I've watched him so much over the years. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen this video or not. Hopefully this will play for us here. This demonstrates this um, so well. Here we go. 
This is a real brief video, by the way. So what you do in the dark that will be seen in the light. Um, I think watching him over these last few years has been pretty amazing, watching him go through all the things he went through and being a hero. You know, for myself, um, when I, right before I turned 30, I decided I was going to run a marathon. That was in January. The marathon was in October. I told everyone that whole year I was going to run a marathon uh, before I was even, could even knew that, knew that I could even do it. And so I think sometimes, um, you know, I had to have a plan for that. I had to work hard on that plan for that whole year. But I said it before it happened. And I think so many of us in business, we've got to think about that. Sweat and preparation, you won't bleed in battle. That was my shoe that I ran my race in, by the way. It still sits in a trophy case in my house because it's the only marathon I've ever done and probably the last one I'll ever do. <clears throat> Just for the record. <laughs> Check it off. Passion. A designer a friend of mine once said, uh, if you are a designer and you like passion, then really you just have a job. And so I think for all of us, we've got to have passion about what we do. We really have to think about that. Um, who wants to follow a passionless leader? We should be infectious. We should be inspiring. We should be the kind of person that says, I don't know, no matter what it is, Marquise, it works for Fox Cleaners. You know what? Do that with all your might. Give it all, all you got. He smiles all the time. I love that. <clears throat> If you know the, why, know the why, you won't lose your way. That's from an Andy Stanley quote that I just, I, we live by every day. If you know why you do what you're doing, you won't lose your way in doing that. And I love that. And if you're not currently the boss, I would say this. You rival your boss for the passion for your business. And you think like your boss. You think, like, think for your boss. Because eventually, when you do that, you will be the boss. This is my, one of the, uh, this next one's one of my favorites. Be a tortoise if necessary because the world is full of wild hares. And we see that a lot where people that are blow up, blow out. And believe me, in this business, there were a lot of people who knew, knew, that, knew how to do this a lot better than I did in when it comes to agency work. And I always felt like the underdogs. My degree was in business, not in graphic design because when I went to school, it didn't exist yet. That's how long ago I went to school. Uh, I worked, I've worked on every Apple since the very first one and, and have enjoyed that journey with Apple. But... Um, in the day of YouTube sensations, viral videos, reality TV, many of us think that that's a, a goal worth shooting for. But I will tell you this much, um, a younger generation thinks that's the way you win, and I'm, we all know that that's not the way you win. And yeah, maybe a small percentage of people will get there, but you know, your chances of becoming a YouTube sensation are probably um, uh, actually better than if you were actually be able to eat by this shark here. Uh, <clears throat> unless you, of course, were swimming in Cape Town, South Africa. The truth is, the name of this game is called longevity. And I've said this, I've lived by this, and my team will tell you this. The name of this game is called longevity. It's to show up to work every day, do what you said you would do, in the time you said you would do it, at the price you agreed to. And you guys know there's nothing sexy about that. There's nothing cool about that. There's nothing magic about that. There's no, there's no uh, magic pill you can take for that. And that is pure gold. Those words are pure gold in what we've lived by in our company. There's so many days when I question if this is what I'm supposed to do. Regardless of how I felt, I kept doing it. And many of you do the same thing. You get up and, you, and you, you listen to the market, you watch what's going on, and you work hard every day, and that's to be applauded. You know, one thing I love about, um, about this group, you guys probably know of, called Cirque du Soleil. We've, I've followed their shows all over the country. It's one of my they're one of my favorite groups to follow. But their performers have to perform a stunt 100 times in practice without a single fail before they can ever do it in a show. And I think about that, about that in, our own, in our own lives. How much do we rehearse things, make sure we're doing things well before we actually do them for them in front of our clients? Last thing today before I end is <clears throat> prayer is life's greatest time saver. 
I, I, I don't know why I could put this on a billboard in the city somehow. Um, I've spent the last six years consulting with Dr. Charles Stanley and his group there in Atlanta. If there's anybody that's toward us, it's this guy. He's the last, last standing in his group. He's 85, will be 85 in September. And his ministry there is seeing the highest revenue it's seen in the last 40 years. And he's 85. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm 85. I want to be flying high. I want to be doing well. Eight years ago, we determined we'd make a list of things we wanted to invite God into in our company. And at that time, some of the accolades I showed you, not a single one of them existed yet. And we said, God, we're going to invite you in to our company. We're going to, we're, we, want to, we want to lay out before you some things that we'd like to see happen in our company. And everyone in our company committed to do it. Every Thursday at 730, we pray. We pray for businesses. We pray for some of you that are in, in here that are my clients. We pray for you every Thursday. Jim Bridenstine and his group, we pray for them every Thursday. We pray for God to have favor, Psalms 5:12, that he would be surrounded with favors with the shield everywhere he goes. And we pray that for our clients, that they would grow, that we would, they would see increase, that we'd be able to work well with them, that we would lead well, that we would uh, lead well and also serve them well. And I can tell you this, that those 30 minutes spent every morning in that room have made the difference in our company. And I really encourage you, you may not have a room full of people in your company that are all people who believe in prayer, but it's your leadership and your ability to lead them is what makes a difference and be a different difference maker in your company. You know, one thing I love about Joyce Meyer, she says lots of things, crazy things, and I, I, I like her a lot. But one thing she said to me that stuck with me, and I write it, I've kept it on my desk all the time. It says, I'd rather ask God for a lot and get half of it than ask him for a little and get all of it. And so that's something we wanted to do with our companies. We want to ask God for a lot. You know, the, the thing that happened with SeaWorld and the thing that happened with Quick Trip and the thing that happened with, I could just go on and on and on happened because we said, God, we want to do, we want to have more influence. We want to be able to do bigger things for you. We want to make a difference in our city and a difference in our country and a difference in people's lives. And so that has been the difference maker, a huge difference maker for us. <clears throat> we don't have because we want to, we don't ask and we need to ask God for a lot if we want our companies to grow, but it doesn't happen on our own, our own sheer strength and our own sheer leadership. There's a lot we can do. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of days I get up in the morning and there are things not written in uh, the um, marketing books about how to run my business. Um, there's not always a Seth Godin that I can read that's my answer. Sometimes it is truly putting my head down and saying, God, what do I do today? And who can I affect today? And how, what kind of a difference can we make today? And that's, as, as Christians, business, Christian businessmen and as men who want to have companies that are a, a city on a hill, that's what it takes for us to do. And so that's what we've done as a company and that's who we are as a company. And so as businesses come and they, they seek us out, we join, we, we're very selective about who we do work with, but those we do work with, we jump in and we, we, we do work that matters and we, we want to uh, join with them to do what, they, do what they do and help them do it well. And then bring our years of experience. Our team has, and there's several in my company that have as much experience that I have in their, their specific area of interest. But I want to say thank you today. Thank you for what you're doing in the city. Thank you for being light. Thank you for being a, that city on a hill with your businesses. Thank you, Matt, for having this event. I know what it's like to, to throw an event like this and do it week in and week out and be consistent. It's not easy. It's not always not the funnest thing in the world because you have other things. You have, you have another job that you do besides this one. We all get that, and we're really grateful for what you're doing here and happy to support what you're doing in this event. Thanks for having me today. Hopefully there are some nuggets in here that you could, you could take away today that you could apply to your business. Uh, I'm grateful to have mine, and I'm grateful to have so many of you that I call my friend and uh, support me uh, with text and phone calls. So many of you are here today that I know um, are my personal friends, and I'm really grateful to hear. To hear. So when you, um, the last thing I want to say is just if you look here, um, here's Charles Stanley. 
Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at Johnny Creative or Twitter, and then also our company. We'd love to have you follow us. We, we're um, as a company, we're very encouraging in our social media, uh, also very educational on what's going on in the industry, and we'd love to have you follow us, and we'd love to follow you back. So, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed this month's message. If you live in the Tulsa area, be sure to join us next month for a free lunch and another great speaker. We meet on the second Monday of every month at Tiamos at 61st and Sheridan at 11.40 a.m. For more information about the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, visit www.ybtok.com. At the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, we are building leaders for a lifetime.